Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. I'm excited. Okay, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Jamie Dendy, who owns and runs an accounting business named Jamie Denny Consulting. Along with her team of three people, they believe in really connecting with their clients and identifying their personal and unique needs in accounting, marketing, and strategy. Really all things business. All those things that we crumbs. We we don't know when we get into business, right? Jamie, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you for having me. Oh, crumbs, you're so, so welcome. So can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with the business and who is it that you truly love to work with? Absolutely. So our um, main clients are anybody that's starting a business. We help businesses from the ground up, um, whether you're first year entrepreneur, you have a, a dream, or if you've been in business for many, many years and you need assistance and help, <clears throat> we help you determine and, and figure out um, where you're at, where you want to go and help you to get there with success. Nice. And your speciality is it's with the numbers. It's with like the, the, the bits behind the business that maybe a lot of us take for maybe for granted, or we don't know what we don't know. Um, so uh- you're this mythical superhero that comes in like, cool, let me show you all this, all this stuff and spreadsheets and numbers that you, you don't care about, but I guess lights you up. It does. It lights me up because people don't realize that they need it, um, whether it's to get funding and financing to grow their business, to start their business, um, or even just tax liability wise, um, who wants to pay more money into the IRS? So how can we help you with that and making your numbers meeting your numbers and things and, and accounting. QuickBooks is my jam. Mm-hmm. I will say I've been a QuickBooks Pro advisor for 25 years and absolutely love it and love teaching people new things with it as well. Nice. Fantastic. So what do you sort of find time and time again that when clients come to you, you have to help them to understand or work through or just be aware of? Entrepreneurship is not what it's all cut out to be. Um, you know, they think they have a dream and they just want to start doing something, but they don't realize all of the nuts and bolts and pieces that go along with it and the stresses mm-hmm. that come with that and the sacrifice that comes with it. Um, mm-hmm. I would say 95%, and I'd probably even go more to 99% of people start and take a side hustle to try to turn it into um, an actual business because they want flexibility, more time, with family, you know, all of the things. I did the same exact thing. That's how I started. And lo and behold, that is so sad from the truth. Um, Being an entrepreneur is 24-7 every single day, Um, especially if you have the grind and that 
light within you. It's a, it's a spirit that you have in you. Um, it's not for the the faint or weary. <laughs> it's something that is a, uh, a struggle and you have to know what your why and what your passion is to be able mm-hmm. to stay with the grit into it because there are days that are challenging and you will want to throw in the towel. And if you can uh-huh. prepare yourself for that from the get go, it makes it easier to get through those days. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess you, you talk to your clients about this from maybe this conversation starts with the numbers, with the business but taking that business and really taking it to the next step and seeking that help with, with accounting, with this part that's like most of us don't, we don't want to, I, my whole man, I don't want to do that. I do love a spreadsheet, loves a spreadsheet, but it's not where my skill set is with, with the accounting part of this, but we right. all come into business, whether it's the startups, thinking I get to do the job I get to do and then realize shit, I've got to do the marketing, the sales, the admin, the cleaning, the everything goes into that. Absolutely. And the same thing when you start to scale your business, you, you've just got, got this sorted. You have the foundations, you have the accounting, you've got the lead generation, the marketing, the sales, you're bringing in people, you're fulfilling, you're doing well. And then it's, ah, teams come into place and the employment wow. strategies and then the crumbs, the human beings behind that as well. The, the next level is like, oh, and there's there's a next thing. These are the, the challenges, the problems that we chose we actually asked for these but in the moment having them that's a different kettle of fish right absolutely absolutely and to think I I think it's one of those as well when I look at where I'm at today and the stresses that are here and the things to overcome and what I'm going through I'm like I prayed for this a year ago I prayed for this so I know that like there's no growth without uncomfortableness and without struggle and so you have to get through that and I know that a year from now I'm going to be in a different place than I am right now because that's Mm. the plan but yes absolutely the um from behind where if you can if you can look at and you're never going to be able to set up because there is the unknown out there which is the fear that keeps people a lot of times paralyzed and not making that move and so if we can Mm. help you get through that um to figure it out because if you have a plan, it makes it a lot easier to to move forward. And looking at your numbers, I think I just to talk on numbers for a second because not everybody likes numbers. Um, I have uh, doing reconciliations, and they're like, "What? Why does it even matter?" Um, but I think it's one of those that if you have a plan and you have numbers and you have goals that you're going to actually uh, it it helps you to line out when you meet those and to keep pushing forward. Because if not, again, you have to always go back to what your why is and your passion. And if you're not staying true to that, then what are you doing it for? But that why and that passion and the the numbers and the accounts and reconciliation and all this stuff, they are two ends of the scale. They are they may not even meet, they may not even see. However, it's 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 part of it's this. Connected. It's part it, and it's a huge part. So you, you you touched upon sort of stress, the stress of being a business owner. From your perspective, looking at your clients and how you help them, the financial stress, how much of the, the general stress of an entrepreneur is, is down to the financials, would you say, from what you've seen? Every business is different. Um, and I would say that, uh, and every industry is different too, but I would say, um, I would probably say 20 to 30, per, I mean, if you wanted to put a percent on it, percentage on it um 
I don't really know. I can't really answer that question because I feel like. In that case, we need a spreadsheet. We need a spreadsheet for this, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, it's one of those, if you don't know your numbers, you have no, my, my favorite with clients is they're like, well, I have money in the bank. I don't give a shit. What do you have outstanding checks? Do you even know like what happens if all those clear and you didn't have the money in there? Now you're negative. Like you have to know what your actual numbers are, not to mention planning for future as far as, uh, with your payroll and do you need to, are you in a position where you need to hire more or mm. more inventory or you know, do these things? If you don't know where you're at numbers wise, and I'm a very big person, like I said, in goals, going back and looking at those numbers and going, okay, well, where did you do last year? So that we can look at this year. Do we need to, do you want to do more than you did last year? So do we need to more order more inventory and hire more employees? Do you find that's maybe a, a blinkered approach that you see a lot of your clients even maybe still working with is like, I'm just going to keep on going. I just do this. Things are going well. I'm okay. Is is that what through the right reasons or just pure, pure, pure avoidance? Is that pure what you see sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're like, we'll make it. It'll be fine. Mm. And I, I had a conversation with the client literally yesterday in the exact same realm. And she was like, if I would have listened, um, she opened a second location yeah. And we had talked about it and she said, if I would have listened um, and taken your advice on figuring out the numbers and seeing if it was feasible, it was just, she had blinders on and was like, Ooh, you know, they had that saying, do it scared. Uh -huh. And people are like, do it scared. You just like, just do it. And I'm like, but what if there's consequences and don't get me wrong. I'm all about the do it scared at times. It can be a good thing, depending on what it is. But you have to put some form of um, guard up, I guess you'd say, and making sure that you're doing it with, yeah. with logic behind it and reality. Because in her case, um, she was of the mindset of, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it scared. And we'll just figure it the fuck out. And it I almost buried her. I want to just focus on that point there. Beautifully made. Now, within the world of, the coaching that, that we do with our clients, high-level leaders who are going to that next level, um, business owners who are you know, scaling, changing, pivoting, all these different things. There's something so crucial in here that there's a lot of advice from different podcasts and crumbs, T-shirts that we see, which is just do it, plow through. It's like, cool, that has a place. But what you're describing there is there's a nuance. So to have these principles, to have these glorified statements, at what cost there is, you know, don't get trapped in analysis paralysis. Absolutely. But right. to understand a bit more of it is, is so crucial. So everything I think from, from accounting to, to mindset and personal growth is nothing is black and white. No, definitely and, not. But how do you look at the areas of gray without over complicating things and getting overwhelmed? <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's, let's take this into, yeah, into your because we can talk about you know your clients all day long and, and business owners and all these things, but I want to hear from from your perspective as you've obviously as you've grown your business and then started to scale, brought team members on. Um, your life is completely different now than when when you first started. So, Absolutely. what's it been like from your perspective during this growth? I would say exactly what you said, like the analysis paralysis, um, making the decision. I mean, from we just. Um, hit six years in July. Yeah. And that was, um, I never dreamed it 
honestly. Um, I've been doing accounting and QuickBooks for 25 years. Um, I had my son six years ago and decided to leave my CFO job and mm. to do this on my own. And from there, uh, just starting to help businesses a little as I went. Long story short, the pivoting, I thought I could do it all on my own. I thought that, you know, well, I'll just, you know, replace that income with my hours and doing the trading time for money. Uh That was the biggest thing. And then it got to the point where, okay, well, I'm maxed out just like with any job, like you're maxed out at what you can do. There's only so many hours in a fucking day. Like, and then when you start having adding kids and family and all the things to it. So to, to answer that question, I guess I would say it is the, the pivoting part um, constantly being able to make that decision as far as the decision-making. Like you said, it's not black and white and it's something that you have to take into account where you're at in your season of life, what you're able to do, you know, between COVID, between um, the changes, adding another kid in my, my situation um, and what I was able to take on. I wanted to scale my business, but I knew that I couldn't do it by myself. And so the only way to do that is to somehow duplicate myself. So yeah. that amount bringing on new people. And with that comes so many challenges um, because I'm not duplicatable. Sorry, business owners. You just can't go and clone yourself. So you try to find other leaders that are similar to you, that have the same values, that have the same um what was the hardest thing in that in that area? So let's just focus on that area of bringing in team members. You say you're not you're not replicatable. Now you know what? Yeah, you, you absolutely are. Absolutely, there's a false belief in there. There is a case of maybe they won't have as much drive or desire because it's your baby, it's your business. They're never yeah. going to have your drive. Gonna there. Like you're, However, yeah. there's we hear this time and time again. You've heard this on the podcast of. of CEOs of I can't let go. I couldn't do that. No one can do it as well as I can. Yeah, you're right. People can do it better than you can. But that is something that's like so hard to hear, so hard to to understand. So what what was the biggest challenge for you personally, whether it was finding the right person, actually letting go? Um, What was it that was kind of tough for you? And maybe is is still tough. I mean, I was going to say still. So the letting go (laughs) is a huge part of it. And this is an epiphany that I've recently come up, um, come to of if I have trained my employees so well and I have SOPs mm. and processes in place that they can do this job so well, what the hell do they need me for? And why am I here? What am I going to do with my day now that I don't do the day-to-day grind? Um, and oh, so that, shit. Is, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Both. Well, that's the question. And so huh. it's one that I have internally been asking myself recently of because I have said, I said, I have, and I feel like a lot of business owners do, they get in that mindset of if I'm not being busy and productive, then I'm not valuable. I don't have worth and my, yeah, I'm not successful. Yeah. And so um, the, the mentality and the mindset of I have to be working all the time and I have to be doing, and that's not really the case. And because if you set it up to where your team is successful and so back to the the team deal, um, that is that is hard in any, and I have, I struggled with it. My clients have struggled with it. Um, finding team members that, and employees that, like you said, they'll never treat the business the way that you do. But if you can get close to that, um, and if you can find loyal and 
employees that want to come and to help you meet your goals. And I think that was the biggest thing because I've been burned. Damn it. I have been burned. Um, I have hired people. I have trained them. I have given my all been friends with and to watch them leave or take clients or, you know, just yeah, it, it hurts and it, you take it personally. I mean, obviously, um, but it's one of those that you learn from it and being able to, again, I look at zone of genius. I don't know if you've read that book. But looking at the zone of genius of my employees, and I constantly go back to that with them. And I'm like, is this in your zone of genius? Is this a strength that you have? Or is this a weakness? Do we want to work towards building that up and continuing education on that, continuing your education and growing you on mm. that? Or do we want to um, not go down that direction? And so I I go to my employees a lot and there's things that they're not going to want to do. And I get that. I Sorry, it is what it is. It's part of the job. But if I can do, you know, more than 50% of the job that it's something that you have a passion for and you love doing, then mm -hmm. let's go that route. And so we literally sit down and have strategy meetings around whether it's clients or whatever and seeing how. And so for me, I would say internally that struggle of meeting their expectations as a leader mm -hmm. to make sure that um, I am giving them my best. And I am trying to lift them up because, I mean, they always yeah. say you should surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. And so I really try hard to do that because I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Absolutely. And there's kind of beauty in that. But one thing you mentioned there about the expectations of you know, the expectations of what, what they want. I mean, it's very external looking now. Being the boss, the mom, the family member being crumbs, being all, all the things. And maybe to your, your team, you're trying to build a culture. So there's an element of um, being, being friends with them, trying to find the right way of balancing that between friendly and boss and the boundaries start to kind of slip and you're nodding away. What's, what's that been like as you're trying to find you in this cascade of all the different hats, all the different people, all the identities that, that you have to be? I feel like that's a loaded question. Um, and I guess what I mean by that is knowing who you want to be. I mean, everybody back to when you're a kid, like, what do I want to be when I grow up? And what do I want to be? And like, you have this mindset. I mean, I had a degree that I went towards and mm. I thought about changing midway and I was so stubborn. I was like, no, I'm going to stick with this because I don't want to be like everybody else and change. And now in that position of like, do, do I want to be a mom? Do I want to be a CEO? Do I want to be the best boss? Do I, what do I want to mm -hmm. be? And like, who am I um, in that? And, and not giving a shit about what other people think. My husband and I had this conversation yesterday. And yeah, like I said, I've been in a lot of space lately, um, but of not caring, like caring. But if somebody, um, how do you want to say that? Do it for you. Mm. Do it for you and what's going to better you and better your um, personally and not care. And, and when I say, like I said, not saying like, don't care because I care about people, but mm. if they are not going to be a part of or build up or be a positive influence in my life, the negativity and the haters or whatever you want to call them, 
they can just go through themselves. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Um, fuck. Saying that and knowing that is one thing. Actually fucking doing Staying it. Staying on it every it. single day and reminding yourself because yeah. people get in your head. People get in your yeah. head. And, and yeah. you, you get yourself to the next level where you are doing things differently. You're managing your team in different ways. You can oh, crumbs we can all overcorrect. And it's like it turns into you don't care rather than emotional immunity kicks in. And you know exactly why you're doing it and for all the reasons. And it comes from a there's a different flavor of just not caring and confident caring about what actually matters. And so there are again back to the nuance here and I guess you get to find that balance of like shit yeah I overcorrected here and here's where I want to be and actually I don't want to be that boss and yeah I want to do more of that that works well there's a bit of trial and error but it's tough as the business owner it takes its toll um we were joking offline before we came on it's like and I've I said this time and time again I'll fix me later I remember that that phrase I used to wield it with oh crumbs with passion and pride and almost glorified it when really it was killing me inside a lot in that well I was gonna say I think it's a back to like the self the self-worth the self-love and those things that um associating this has been a long time like it's taken years and I still deal with it every single day but associating my business to my self-worth, associating a client's success with mm -hmm. my self-worth. Um, that was a big thing because if my client succeeds, then I succeed. If my client fails, then I'm a failure. Um, that is not the truth, but I struggled with that for years and, and yeah. at, at times even now, but I've gotten to the point now, like I said, it's a struggle. It's not foolproof, um, but learning like, if the rejection um, internally of it's not me, it's just not in their budget or it's not something they want to do right now. They mm. are not my people. I have a target customer and that's where it goes into like back to the strategy and the numbers and things, figure out who your target customer is and you will hit it spot on every single time. But if you have somebody that rejects you, it's not personal. It's the fact that they're just not for you today. And if only... Being a business owner was just like accounting and spreadsheets, but there is this this human, this the neurochemicals, the emotions, the from what you've said there is it's beautiful how these things that got us that, that level that we are right now, those things obviously that you cared so much about your clients, you really put your value on their results because that's deep down potentially got you to where you are today because you put the work in, because you're so focused on their results. But now you see that as safety. You see that as positive. You see that as that's the way to build. There's an area strive that, for that. Strive for that. Strive for that. Because yeah, whether we know it or not. So yeah. just uncover this like, so anyone listening, hold on, hold on. Where, where are you doing things? Where are we all doing things that like it served us so well? Actually, right now, it might be hindering the next level. And that can be revealing. It can be horrible to see and tough. Again, we're not saying we don't care. Absolutely. But there's this, this this new nuance as you hit that next level. It's a completely different level, and then pivoting. And I would say the the self, um, what was it that you said a minute ago? The self um, taking self care, taking care of yourself, mm. um, and that's something that we put off. And um, 
somebody asked me the other day, they were like, if, if you don't have the work to do, like you said, because you have a team now, what would you do with that extra time? What did you start this business for? Like for me, like I said, it was to spend more time with my family and do, and I have put some of that on the back burner to be able to grow my business. And now it's like, okay, so I can step back and spend more time with the kids or go to the gym or, you know, worry about my mental health and things like that and focus more on me that I didn't have time for before because I was such in the grind of grow, grow, grow. And Mm -hmm. so it's not to say that I don't want to still continue on that path, but I have a position now where I can pivot a little bit and change that some and depend on my team. And that's the other part, I would say, as far as the dependency, most entrepreneurs are very type A and very, I can do it all myself and I'm going to show everybody and, Mm. you know, hold my beer and watch the shit. (laughs) And you need help. It's not, uh, it's not something that you can always do on your own. And so to recognize that and realize that I have a team is, that's been a huge epiphany and a huge change in my business is the letting go of control. Mm. And it can Not be quite me. tough to, to hear that and realize that everyone's out to help you. The support is there. That can be overwhelming. That can be, actually, it can mm. be guilt-inducing realizing, shit, I, I've i said no to support for so long. I think you started this podcast with the concept of people don't realize how much they need this help with accounts. And I think we're ending with people don't realize how much they need help with initial support our support helping us the business owner i think those 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 things tie in together maybe there's there's a, a tie in there which now you can see it even clearly because you help people in this area with the same thing yet here's right. where the you yourself in this next iteration as you hit that next level is like ah shit it's it's fucking the same same concept different execution different way but it's the same thing That's damn different. it oh and this is where the clarity <laughs> comes in it's like oh you silly bugger Oh, okay, cool. I know this. What's Light next? Bulb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jamie, thank you so, so much for being here and sharing not only what you do and how valuable it is, but behind the scenes and how it's like for you as you grow your business. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope my issues and my struggles that I have gone through can help one person realize that they're not alone and that um, they can be successful. Just got to And that it doesn't end. There's always the next level, the next challenge that you are. Oh, we all are looking forward to that next challenge. We, we're actually asking for it. We chose it. Embrace Ask it. For help. Ask for help where you need it and accept it. Lovely. Look, Jamie, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? JamieDendy.com or my Facebook page, Jamie Dendy from the ground up business consulting beautiful everyone go and check it out but jamie again thank you so much it's been so much fun thank you so much for having me it was wonderful oh you're welcome hey katie yeah mark want to do an outro i sure do sweet hey thank you so so much for listening and making it to the end yay you so what happens next we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours.
<laughs> See you next time. Bye.